Hello, everyone. It's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine. I am here with my fellow podcast members, Holly. Hello. Rob. Greetings. Scott. Hi. Hi, Matt. Hello. We have an exciting show for you today. Lots and lots and lots of news. I'm going to preface this by saying... Bear with us through the summer, guys. We're we're busy people. We like to go on trips. We got lots of little weekend activities. So if our schedule's not exactly bi-weekly for the summer, just just bear with us and we'll catch you up when we can. We'll we'll make it happen. So um, we're gonna seem like a very sincere apology. I, I didn't. I wasn't really apologizing. I was just setting an expectation that we're busy and there we're, might not be bi-weekly. We've had a lot of things come up in the last. Listen, few weeks. listeners. You know, we're prioritizing ourselves here. We gotta go. I, w- I wasn't making excuses. Just just saying how it is. Um, so we're gonna start as we always do with our topping it off, where we pick a Disney drink. And uh, Rob, you're topping it off. Okay, so this one is one of those. Um, it, it was an adventure finding this. So I'll, I'll give you a little background. So. On Disney Park blogs, they had a, a preview of things coming to Disney Springs or like food items and stuff. So this thing said it was at Dockside Margaritas, um, and it so the drink is the Royal Sunset, and it's Empress 1908 gin, grapefruit juice, cane sugar, and cherries. Right up my alley. Mm-hmm. This was the one where we walked all over Disney I, Springs yeah, for. Thanks for thanks for no, just no pooping all over. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we were we took the boat over from Port uh, Orleans. Yeah, French Quarter. Right, and it puts you up. It puts you over there on the right near the dockside. Yes, might right. Say. So Holly wanted to get the Dole Whip flight or whatever they had alcohol Dole Whip over there. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm gonna walk over and get this drink. I was looking forward to it. All the ingredients. So I get up to the window, wait three or four people. I'm like, can I get the Royal Sunset. It was online. Oh, they didn't give us the ingredients to make that. So like, they knew. She knew right away, like, what I wanted. They didn't get, like, okay, you know this, but they still didn't give you the ingredients. She's like, you have to go to one of those carts and find it. So, time goes on. We we go to dinner, and then we go to World of Disney, and there was a cart as we were leaving out there. I was like, I'm going to see that. And I never thought they had booze or anything. I always just thought it was, like, cider and, like, Bud Light or whatever, right? Yeah. But they had all the ingredients. He didn't have the cherries, which is fine with me because I don't like cherries. Where um, was this located? Like what? Like if you walked out the freight, the front entrance of World of Disney, like, like near the stage. Sort of, kind of like uh, in between the World of Disney and the Lego store. Okay. Like just along, oh, like one okay. of those planters, okay. concrete planters there. Huh. And he had everything there. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, this is. So they put this on the the website. It was, and it had so. I had to Google it before uh, to find this, like what was in it and whatnot. Apparently, it was a drink that they came up for with for Disneyland for Black Panther because it, it looks kind of oh, it has like yeah. a purple yeah, has t- kind tint of a, to yeah. it. Um, I think that's the gin. It might be purple. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I think. I think. Okay. But it's delicious. So with, with all that said, it was delicious. It was quite an adventure to find it, but I enjoyed it. Good. How much was it? I do not remember because I was in no shape to remember that. <laughs> Wakanda forever, my man. <laughs> I, this was the last drink. Did they of... have like a little um, like sign for that? And, like, would nope. you know you could get? No, oh, it was like no. full secret. Okay. Yeah. Off the menu. Only because full secret. Yeah. So, like there's no coordination with this stuff it's just so, like and why wouldn't that place just give the ingredients to dockside margaritas uh you know so they didn't have to say we don't have it especially since the other place wasn't advertising it it's not like it's like oh a lot of people are buying it from us we're gonna keep the ingredients the if one place know, that it was advertised <laughs> was not provided the ingredients however it's actually a social experiment to see how many people will go and look look for it based one, on one. One, and is he's on this podcast? Awesome. Yeah, I doubt this is uh, this is even around anymore. But when like, did you get this? It was in March. Okay. Yeah, they got so much data on you as a person to actually seek that out. In Your this. magic fan. But I guess the, the one takeaway is 
if you're looking for a boozy drink as opposed to just a, like if you, I, I'm thinking they have a gin and hard tonic liquor. or yeah, hard liquor. It, it, I guess it's hidden. Beer, it's yeah. so. Yeah. Um, I don't know to what extent. I'm sure they have rum and your basics, right? Yeah. Vodka, rum, gin. Yeah. I would have not even thought that Dockside Margaritas had any specialty drinks outside of margaritas. Like I just wouldn't think that. That's a good point. I never even thought that. I mean, they have an extensive beer selection. Matt, have you ever had a drink at Dockside Margaritas? Have you ever have you ever touched down on the dock? I don't believe. I mean, maybe to but... meet Santa that one time. <laughs> we met Santa. Uh, Santa was hanging on the dock. He was sitting on the dock. He's hanging on the dock. Um, no, I, maybe, but yeah. I mean, I'm not a big margaritas guy, so I mean, I didn't. I I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't seek it out. Okay, you weren't on the pulse. All right, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so we are going to kick it back to Rob with a. Hardy, hardy news month. Yeah, I'm trying to think if these are in any particular order. I don't think they are. Um, I so feel like you'll find a way. To I know you'll them. you'll All get right. a good segue. So, uh, so speaking of drinks and enjoying um, <laughs> different <laughs> things to consume, off to a great start. Uh, Disney announced <laughs> that the the uh, dining plan is coming back for 2024. I know that with we're not big proponents or. We obviously don't do package vacations yeah. anymore, but for your average Joe going down, uh, this is going to be quite popular. So this is starting January 9th, 2024, hmm. um, and they're bringing back just two options, the Disney Quick Service Dining Plan and the Disney Dining Plan. Um, on the Parks blog, I said, we know our guests and families in particular have missed dining plans, which offer guests the convenience and peace of mind of prepaying for their meals and snacks. So, from the travel agent side, people love this. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. They just, they, I mean, for as, you know, we knock it a little bit, but. Does it detail um, uh, what uh, both of those tiers yeah, include so, and what the prices uh, are? Quick service. The, the regular one um, includes one table service meal and one quick service. And then one snack slash non-alcoholic drink per night of their package stay. That's or, not snack slash alcoholic yes, drink. Correct, is, correct. Is an or, okay. Yeah, and then you get a refillable resort mug um, for, and your, that's, for your stay. That's per day per guest. Yep. And how much is that? I don't know. I don't think they even released yeah, they don't pricing. Because, uh, you it's can't bu because it's bundled, right? Like into your... No, you could, you, you could reverse engineer it. Like I could, like... Huh. When you build, when you build it on the website, you could see what it. I think before COVID and when they were offering it, the quick service, I want to say was forty ish, um, and then the regular was sixty five seventy. Don't hold me to those numbers, but somewhere in that. That, that seems pretty good. It could be. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, I mean, if if you were if you're smart about getting and your... there was there's websites and oh everything that God. people had of like <laughs> if you're going to yeah. this place, this is what order, you order. Yeah, to like maximize. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you don't want to eat that. Yeah. Right. I mean. Oh yeah. And yeah. I mean, Holly and I did it the first two times we went. We did the quick service, and it's. It's a lot of food. I did mean, we, we were giving once, you guys we meals. Did it, we did it once, and it was way, way, way too much. And also, uh, it really uh, makes you have to plan your days mm -hmm. around dining, which is not the easiest mm -hmm. thing to do. You are forced to have a sit-down. Well, we did, we did the sit-down, obviously. Um, and, like, that's just... I don't like to have such a huge meal every single day. Like, yeah. every... One every other day if I'm on vacation. But well, like, it really seems to not coordinate well with festivals. Right, that absolutely. Too. If yeah. you like going to the festivals. That's part of the problem for yeah. us. I also understand the paying for convenience, especially for, like, you know, large-ish families. Um, but, yeah, like Kat said, it, it really does kind of tether you to your dining experience. And, like, you kind of have to build your then. And there's already, like, you're already kind of tethered to your your fast pass selections and you know your 
you know, wherever you're you're staying in the park. I mean, your your genie your genie plus selections and your you know what park you're where you are. Like it's just another layer of like, and now you're also you know chained to your. uh, You know what would make me do this would be if they gave you priority booking for dining dining reservations. Mm -hmm. Like if you could, if at like. I don't know, 90 days out instead of 60 days out, you could book dining reservations. That'd be very smart for them to do. Yeah, it's not. Because why wouldn't they? Like, why couldn't... Yeah, if you knew you were going to get Cinderella's Royal Table or... Yeah, you'd get... What are the tough ones now? I guess those two. Space 220. Space, yeah. If you could get those... Yeah, they give people. People would definitely be more inclined to... Oh, we gotta keep our secrets. Don't tell them that, Scott. (laughs) I'm just full of great ideas. But this story, along with a bunch of other things, I think is what we're seeing is them listening to... While, again, this story might not specifically benefit us or be something we would push for, I think it's... They're starting to listen to to the masses. So, um, So, here's another one. So Disney announced his plan to bring advanced booking of Genie Plus and Lightning Lane reservations to Walt Disney World. This, I think, is huge. Um, The big thing is, you know, getting up at 7 a.m. to book your first, uh, if you're paying for the service or the virtual queue. I don't know about the virtual queues. There's no indication of those. I'm assuming they're still going to remain the same. But as far as uh, whether you're buying Genie Plus or the individual Lightning Lanes, um, there's no details as far as how this is going to work, but again, with 2024 around the, for next year, um, they're going to allow you to do some sort of advance window. So does this go back to basically fast, 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 mm-hmm. fast I mean, even if you're it just was, for you're it. just right, which yeah. even it's, if it's just one better. instead of the three, like even if it's just, they allow you to do one per day per guest, like say you have a five-day park reservation, like, I think that would be a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then then you're only... Well, then I wonder how that works of... Yeah, I guess then that would just... You know, then you wouldn't have to wake up and, and select your first thing. Yeah, it would be at least two hours after... Or, well, I guess mm-hmm. after you ride your first selection at the park. This is something I'll be interested to dive into. Like... This is something I'll want to research when this happens to see, like, what it actually means. Because, I mean, the allegation from Disney was that you could ride, like, four or five rides in GE+. Plus. I kind of walked that back a little to (laughs) two to three, which I think unless you're, like, sleeping all day, you can ride more than two to three with Genie+. Plus. Maybe not at Hollywood Studios, but pretty much everywhere else. Uh, So I would be excited to see if you could stack. That would be really cool. Although, I do understand the the day of thing from like a logistics perspective because it it has when you do it in advance it has the potential to um like uh inflate the wait times because people will book it in advance and then you know on the day of be like oh i don't i'm not going to or they just (laughs) don't like the odds of you waking up that morning picking your first fast pass and actually getting on that attraction is very high Whereas I think, you know, you lose a lot of that percentage if you're booking it a couple months in advance. I also think there's an unintended consequence here where you potentially have people swarming guest relations for various changes and things like that day of if they don't make it in time. Or... Right. But you can do it all on the app. <laughs> Funny you say that. So the, the, I'm reading through, again, some of the press release here and whatnot. It says, our goal is to give you the opportunity to spend less time planning in the park and more time enjoying your visit with friends and family. Mm. Yeah, they told know. us the exact... So I'm just wondering from there, like, this was a Chapek thing. Mm-hmm. Even before, like, because he was parks and resorts, right? So were they... Were they leading this and saying, like, we think... What was the feedback telling them that this would work? That people wanted that system? Or it was just forcing I think it was COVID, too. I mean, like, I think that they saw a good opportunity to have, like, a clean break from an old system and say we're doing something new and whether it was fully developed or not. I mean, that came out... So you think they had to make a complete change in order to just... 
at the end of the they wanted a charge for the stuff. Yeah, but they couldn't have done that. But they, they like had to yesterday the couldn't have been free. Like they had to okay. fully say we're doing nothing, which is what happened when COVID, when the parks opened after COVID. For them to say, oh well, you're getting you're getting something now, but you have to pay for it. <laughs> and it's the same. It's the same thing. It's just actually worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're paying for it. Okay, so this one, uh, again, with, with changes for 2024. So this was all part of, those first two were part of this five big announcements for guests visiting in 2024. So, um, starting again, Jan- so the reason it's January 9th is technically you could have a 10-day package that starts December 31st and be under the old rules. So now, so that's why everything's <laughs> and January And I'm sure it's now. after Marathon Weekend and I also bet, after yeah. the holiday season too. Weird how that yeah, thing I happens. Yeah, it's past the Marathon Weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the Monday after the Marathon. Um, so there will be no more theme park reservations for most guests. Um, so any tic- date-based tickets will not require theme park reservations. Um, and they've already, they're running a marketing campaign now for... I think they do a four-day ticket. Is it Florida residents where you don't need a reservation this summer at all already? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it doesn't... What about annual passes? So annual passes and cast members will not need a theme park reservation for certain... So they're going to have what's called good-to-go days, quote-unquote. Uh, may, par- may vary by park and past blackout dates and capacity limitations continue to apply like they do today. Um, so it sounds like for certain days you're going to have to, it's going to be your week. It's going to be your holiday weekends, right? Your MLK weekends, your President's Day weekends. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. You might not say they're not good to go. You wouldn't be good to go. It would be bad to go. go. (laughs) It would be bad to go. Yeah. So So what, you would have to buy a ticket if you had... No, no, no. You'd have to make a reservation. As an annual pass over, you would have to make a reservation. Yeah, because otherwise we could just walk in, but uh, those days we'd have to let them know we're coming. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. Um, But not after two, unless it's the Magic Kingdom on a Saturday. (laughs) How dumb. I hate this. This is dumb. This is dumb. I never realized that Magic Kingdom was that much more crowded on... I, it's always crowded. Like It is. I can't see that. I mean, you you three did a trip review in March where you all went to Magic Kingdom on Mondays and said it was maybe the most crowded you'd ever seen it. So what does that tell you? Right. <laughs> that it's terrible. Yeah, really. Um... I think that, that, and then it says their early entry and extended evening hours are going to continue. So the early entry is the, um, and all and resort I'm, guests. So, no, I'm sorry. This is all from a, a press release? Yeah, this they announced five changes. So two of those things were the, the, um, the dining plan coming back and the changes to Genie Plus okay. for advance. And then it was the... No reservations for date-based tickets, annual pass holders, cast members kind of in this limbo, and then the early entry and extended evening. Um, A lot of this stuff is like, you kind of have to wait till you see the details before you can really decide how good or bad it is. I agree with you. Like the Genie Plus stuff. I mean, it could be good. You're right. I, I agree with you 100%. If you could pay $15 and schedule three fast passes 60 days out, like you used to be able to do, I would be inclined to do that for the days I'm going to Hollywood Studios and Magic mm-hmm. Kingdom. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, if I knew I could get on Space Mountain, Haunted Mansion, and Big Thunder, Pirates, like those. Pan. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Yeah. There's like a handful. I'm, I'm willing of... to pay. I'm, at this point, I'm, I'm again, we always say time is money, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. willing to do it and know. Because... Every time you look at Haunted Mansion now, the wait's 45 minutes it's plus. It, I don't know what happened. What ha- or, but yeah, what happened? I, I don't know. <laughs> we're going to test it see what it yeah, is Yeah, we're right going to see what it is right now. Um, <laughs> on Memorial Day weekend. But to know you're getting... That's what I... I think I, we said that when they announced the 15 or whatever the Genie Plus was. If, if they just left the old system and said, okay, it's going to be 15, that's fine. Yeah. I, would, I think at least you, know. you know you knew you were going to the park you got three top rated attractions that were all within a fairly tight window you could spend your morning there and still have your afternoon and, and 
it was good. It, it felt like a successful park day, right? Yeah. You did something. Yeah. I mean, the last, I think <laughs> since I've been to the Magic Kingdom, since the parks reopened after COVID, I don't know if I've ridden three rides in one visit. I don't think I have, honestly. I, I uh, <laughs> actually, you know, let me walk that back. We went with my nephews in October. That was a different situation. We did definitely ride three rides back then. But outside of that one day, I don't think we have done that. Right. I mean, uh, and I'll be fair, it, there's not a lot of, it's very commonplace for us not to ride three rides or attraction in any park. That's, just the way that true. we, just the <laughs> We drank. Uh, yeah. The way I mean, just consume parks. Yeah. I mean, just the way that we like have kind of pivoted towards our, you know, our kind of, we're lower we're on a lower gear most days. So guess Holly, the wait what, time. What's, what's the wait time uh, for the Haunted Mansion right now? I'm, could I, I'm so gonna, it's, yeah, let's put a date stamp. It's Sunday the 28th at like just before 11 a.m. What do we got? This is the standby line. I'm going to say 65 minutes. I'm going to say 85. I'm with 85. I kind of agree more like that, yeah. 50. Ooh. Wow. That's not bad. I said, I said, I said it's a, yeah, by, by noon or 1 o'clock, that'll be up. Increase that. You're, yeah, you're minutes. waiting in Columbia Harbor House. The, yeah. the, the lines on the bridge. Oh, my, uh, oh, that hurts my. Then we have the forecasted wait today. <laughs> oh my gosh, Genie Plus is it's doing the full week. bar. Yeah, uh, he's doing the work for so us. So many analytics. That thing drives me mm. gorsh, <laughs> bonkers. Oh, you mean how it doesn't have a y-axis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I feel like for Magic Kingdom, it's totally worth it to purchase it because then I can like do my rides. I think it does. I, I think yeah, the yeah, problem yeah. for me is that they've basically just taken the fast pass system after you used your three fast mm-hmm. passes and put that in where you were like rode a ride, then you had to get next fast pass, rode a ride, then got next fast pass. Whereas I like the system of having three in place. You can go do those. If you want to add more later, you can do it, but... Let me let me just play devil's advocate, though. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> is, yeah, I love is this. The, is the current one... Not just sort of digitizing legacy fast passes. So, like, if we think about legacy fast passes, yeah, like where you could get the paper ticket and then it had the thing, like, oh, you can. Isn't it just basically recreating that experience to an extent, except now you don't have to physically go to the ride and and get the physical ticket? It is, but they are not controlling the crowds well now. There are so many people in the parks that like. Back in the day with legacy fast passes, you were never only getting three rides per day. That was never Right, happening. I imagine if you took a, a fast pass from the system, it would not give you a return time three hours from now. It would give you what? Like that would be the absolute longest hour? e-ticket attraction if it did that. Yeah, it, but, back in the day. But like, honestly, like, if you log in at what is... Like, well, as an off as an off property guest, if you log in right at Park Open, you're not getting Peter Pan until five p.m. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Of I feel like they give far fewer than they because you look at what the lines for Lightning Lane compared to what Fast. There's never anybody in them. Really, I don't know uh, if I've ever really. Specifically, yeah, I mean, the, that's is. at least what it looks like. Yeah, I don't see whereas Fast Pass, it was constantly you saw, yeah, there were at least people go. in that line, like it was a shorter queue, but it was a queue. I'm trying to remember that that tweet, or uh, it, this was you might remember it. Remember, I say it, it was like from the 90s of the, the amount of time it was of like attractions, like total. Um, I think it was it added up all the. If you took everything within, say, Magic Kingdom, so all the shows, so like Mickey's PhilharMagic is, I don't know, 17 minutes, and you took Space Mountain, which is two, and you added it all up, right? It would add up to, I don't know, say oh. an hour and 20 minutes, right, of ride time slash show times. Mm-hmm. Right. And you saw, it, like, every park has dropped, like, by half. Oh, so they're not. So, so there's the, not the rides a, and attractions themselves aren't as good of people eaters. Or they just took the, stuff. Yeah, they took stuff out. Like yeah, because the attractions. Sure, we touched China's Circle Vision. Do we because, still have it? <laughs> because beyond uh, China's uh, show yeah. is there. Oh, yeah. okay. Because when you think of most of the new attractions that came, it replaced something. Yeah, and they're right. Other than Tron is kind of like the first new. 
Was that the first new thing since uh, there was something? Oh, yeah, there was a really good... Uh, was it since is, Splash Mountain or something? It might be. It's insane. Where it added capacity. Yeah, right. right. But it's interesting mm -hmm. because, yeah, I, that, I, I never really thought about that. So, the, like, think of some of the newer attractions at Magic Kingdom. Tron, from the moment that you sit in the seat, like, that is quick. That is a fast... That's a really fast ride. It's a fast ride. Same goes for um, Seven Dwarfs Minecart. Like, that is not the mine same... Mine train. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Minecart mayhem. Nothing. Nothing Even matters. Guardians is not that long. Right, but I'm just thinking, like, like Magic is a lengthy, sit-down kind of show-type attraction that, you know, the guests are in there for an extended period of time. You know, that's... I don't know, like, how that all comes out I in the loft. Because technically, it. like, you can, like you can turn over gas guests quicker you know like i don't know like it's it's well weird. yeah and in the last few years think about what else they've done in magic kingdom is two of their shows they had there the tiki room and the country bear jamboree they shorter. made shorter yeah so that that's the same capacity just less time in in the area so you're seeing people out and about like More. in the thoroughfares yeah. they're less you know in these lengthier attractions they're out in full force. Also, they no parades. They, they took, uh, yeah. they took uh, Stitch. Uh, oh, yeah. Hit, right? Didn't replace nothing. Nothing. Right? So there's another mm -hmm. 15, Just, 20 minutes. And of, that was a good one that had like a pre-show. You yeah. had an answer room. You know what? Epcot, I'm sure, had the biggest hit. Freaking Universe of Energy was a 45 <laughs> minute ride, and they just and it boop, and it, and it filled and, every minute, yeah, every, very much every minute of it. And they yeah. filled it with Guardians of the Galaxy, which is made it's, it's the length of the song September. Yeah, and each ride of Universe of Energy housed like three thousand people yeah. in those ride vehicles. It felt like it was like church. It was sprawling. Yeah, it was like a con yeah a congregation of people church. to see Bill Nye. Also, Minnie, Mickey and Minnie, those movie ride things used to fit maybe a hundred people, and ah, what is yeah. Mickey and Minnie like twelve now? Like maybe okay, maybe as 24. many as Goofle Wow, <laughs> yeah, that wild man. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a good point. So maybe it's you know maybe it's twofold in that we do have a larger amount of of people in the parks than we did you know in the late nineties, but it but it's also cushioned or rather not so much by the fact that the experiences are shorter so people are spending less time on the actual ride and they're spending more time walking around yes. outside i think the other thing that goes along with that is that your perception of how much you're accomplishing goes down the shorter that those experiences are so like carousel progress has remained the same length it feels like you did something like yeah. you were in there for what is it? You did something. <laughs> 35, 40 minutes. No. And you spanned. No, no, no. It's got to be like 20, 23 at most. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. And you, and you time traveled through, uh, but you, you feel like century. you accomplished something. When I get on rock and roller coaster, which is, I love rock and roller coaster. It is a minute and 30 second ride. It, the payoff does not feel great. I like, I like this notion of accomplishment. Because, like, it's something... I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just funny. Like, I've just never thought of it in that way. Like, I, I'm like, I definitely do. Because oh, yeah. I feel like when... Especially, like, when I go outside of just, like... Like, basically the five of us and maybe, like, the handful of four or five other people who we go to Disney with all the time. Like, it's okay if we don't do everything. We've already said. We're annual pass mm -hmm. holders. We go all the time. We don't have to do everything. But if you're with someone who doesn't go all the time... The pressure is freaking on. And yeah. you do mm -hmm. feel a sense of accomplishment saying, we did all the stuff we came to do today. Mm -hmm. We did all the ticket attractions. We had a good meal. We did things. We weren't absolutely crushed by wait times or crowds. And like, I always, like, I try to, I would be disappointed if I went with people who hadn't gone in a long time and we didn't do the rides and attractions that at least they wanted to do. And I think if you want to do a little bit of a thought experiment, for yourself just imagine going to the park for a day and getting in queue for the four or five things and every time you got to the front of the line they shut the ride down and said i'm sorry you're gonna have to come back later and the lack of accomplishment that you would feel even though you spent the whole day in the park you may have eaten you were in yeah, yeah. queue 
the fact that you didn't actually ride those rides would give you a real sense of like failure for that day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do we think, I mean, I don't know if there's another, <laughs> is there another story related to these big park, like, uh, like the big park news? I think those, I think ago, those were so the I'm... big ones. So I guess my question is, are we at the top of the roller coaster right now? Like, are, are we, like, are they wanting people back now? Like, is the COVID, like, you know, everyone's pent up from COVID. Everyone's going on vacation. Well, they that wanna... is, that, I think that has gone away. Okay. Because they so, just they released that thirty percent off this summer. So we think that we're now back heading back towards the good old days. Yeah. Well, and the I good think times. To your point, I feel like when Iger had that comment, you know, two or three weeks ago, when he said about seventeen billion dollars of investment in the parks, that's not coming because they have plenty of interest. That's trying to drive further interest in the parks going forward. I would guess. Yeah, I think they're internally seeing. I think we they are reaching the critical mass point of um, all this negative. I'm, take the politics and that yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even the, the negative yeah. attention of oh, it's so complicated to go down there. It's expensive. so crowded. It's expensive. I think you're seeing that critical mass of all right. Yeah, people had the the pent up demand of extra money. Didn't travel for two years. All that's gone now. And now it's like, okay, people aren't racing down there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good for us. Yeah. Good for us. Good for us. Um, so this is a nice positive one that kind of came out of the, the blue. Uh, there's a new table service restaurant coming to Epcot's Japan Pavilion. So I'll butcher some of these names. <laughs> the, it's called Shiki Shay? Shai? Shiki Shay. S-H-I-K-I hyphen S-A-I. Shike. Shikesai. Okay. Shikesai. Sushi is a, is a Kaya? Kaya? I, I'm terrible. <laughs> You're in the wrong time. Izakaya. Izakaya. So this is going to replace uh, Tokyo Dining on the second floor of the big giant show building there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be sushi and just traditional Japanese food. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I, I never have we ever eaten at Tokyo. We Island? have. We did one time. Was that a while ago? That's just the part yeah. that's in the front. Yes, it's where the windows are. Like, huge. Yeah. is it a fairly small area? For, yeah, it's, it's not huge. Yeah, yeah, not really. It's, well, it, it's, and if you think about it, Teppanito is not a giant area either. It goes I mean, back it's bigger than, than you think. I th- because all the rooms are like. How many? If you go up the if you go up the stairs, this this will be the restaurant to your right. Whereas to the left mm-hmm. is where you would go to Teppanito, which is a more traditional hibachi style restaurant. So this is replacing Tokyo Dining, which correct is Tokyo Dining right now still in operation? Like when is that? I don't think it had ever opened after COVID. Really? I was think that it, just a waiting area for? Yeah. Wow. I mean, when did we go there? Uh, Albert's for two, 21, summer of July 21. of 21. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't open then. No, it wasn't. Um, I think it's it, it had remained closed. So I have a crazy it, ass question. Is there a bar when you walk in, when you walk up the steps, Mm -hmm. you open the doors, there's the host stand to your right. If you were looking straight ahead from the doors, is that a bar right there? I have no idea what's in front. I cannot visualize that Or was that that part of the sushi bar maybe with Tokyo Dining? I don't think that's a bar. I feel like we would know know that that was a bar. I'm almost positive people were saying, I just watched a dining review of Teppanito. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think you could get sushi. Yeah, was it that a was sushi part, bar? Like, oh, okay. So maybe, okay. I knew there was... I mean, it's bar. It appears bar-like. Oh, bar-esque. But it does, <laughs> not have, it does not have the bottles that you would expect from a bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, they have um, a uh, full bar menu that you can order at Teppanito. All right. So we're going to stay over in Epcot. Uh, this is a fairly quick one. They announced the concert series for Eat to the Beat for the International Food and Wine Festival. Oh, I didn't a lot see of, this. What's that? I didn't see this. You're uh, oh, look, I'm breaking it. Yes. Yeah. Um, for, you know, a handful of uh, new artists. Yeah, hit us with the, the, the new, new ones. The new, new. So, again, I, or... Oh, boy. Oh, we are. <laughs> no, no. Oh, we are. <laughs> or Anthea. Don't know them. Don't know them. For King and Country, 
Nope. Sounds religious. Uh, um, <laughs> Sounds the, British. Uh, the Bacon Brothers. No, okay. Uh, are you, are you, you know, I mean, Kevin Bacon yeah, okay, okay. and his brothers. brothers. <laughs> and his, his brother. I don't it's know. actually Kevin Bacon. Yeah. 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 Where are they like? Are they like bluesy? Yeah. Acoustic guitar duo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Hey, hey Aaron Jones. <laughs> it's Aaron Jones. from the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's probably Philip Phillips. Oh, American Idol. Yeah, winner, uh, right? Raul Acosta. No, nope. Oro, Oro Solido. Sol- yeah, and we the we the kings. Oh, oh yeah, you, we the kings is like a religious. No, no, we the jeez, <laughs> no, we the kings is like a mid to late aughts pop punk band. Wow. Um, what the heck did they sing? Uh, check, check, yes, Juliet, are um, you with me? Okay. You guys remember that? Nope. No. It wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> Baja men are back. Oh, yeah, we love the Baja Oh, hell yeah. T- Tiffany. Oh, oh, yeah. I think Tiff- we're alone uh, now. Rupert stuttered. Uh, Ruben. Um, Ruben. Ruben. What? You said, said Rupert. I think you said some amalgamation of Rupert and Ruben. <laughs> Rupert. <laughs> Rupert. Um, 98 Degrees and Boys to Men back to back. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Sugar Ray. Yeah, Sugar Gay. There's some Billy Ocean. You know, please uh, please do yourself a favor and, and go, if you've never seen that YouTube video of, of Scott Stapp trying to fight a like 13 year old boy who heckled him on the street and called Scott him Sugar Stapp not Scott no, Stapp no sir <laughs> Mark McGrath whatever you have to hand in your music whatever where did that Mark, come from yeah. I don't know just always think about Creed just all yeah constantly thinking about Creed no Mark McGrath on the street and called him sugar gay and he got so mad about it like he yeah so yeah please just just figure this air supply well closing it out the very end 38 special best of the best as we know you also got some mm bop listen to some mm bop while you drink some mm hops Joey Fatone and Friends, mm-hmm. and Friends is Chris Garpatrick, which is rude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris Kirkpatrick uh, was also in the band. Yeah. You know what? We we crap all over this, but we mm-hmm. sit and listen every it's time. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa Men shut down the parking lot last year. Like that was a huge. Oh yeah, they have a they have a they're, draw. They're... Yeah, twice boys to men. Yes, September they are. and then wow. oh really? October, I didn't, I didn't yeah. notice that. September twenty ninth and thirtieth, and October first and second. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, looks like I want Tiffany. Sorry, these are always. Fun. I listen to Tiffany in the. Uh, hmm. All right, so we'll go. We'll go outside of the parks here. So. Uh, Disney is moving to one app experience for domestic streaming content of Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So they announced this um, as part of a quarterly earnings call. I think we predicted some of this stuff. Um, the new the new one app uh, experience will debut uh, before the end of 2023. I think HBO mm-hmm. beat them to the punch on this with consolidating their own properties and going to Max. I just <laughs> launched this past week. It's uh, I've been listening to a lot of things around in this space, and when I say things, uh, podcasts, um, and yeah, it, it's so funny that all these p- players launched all these services and things, and we we're like, "How are you going to manage all this?" It, it, it it's uh, they're like poorly. We're going to go to one. Yeah, and, and, and that's <laughs> the next thing will be which ones can't survive on their own, and what are they going to mm. combine with? Right, so. See, I think eventually you're going to come down to four services. Four. I think that's where Netflix, it, I think Disney, that's the resting. Yeah. HBO Max. Yeah, the fighting ground is going to be among like Hulu? among Peacock, Paramount Plus, um, Amazon, and like the the out the ones that are like on the outside on the of it, and, and Netflix, obviously. <clears throat> I just don't think there's enough market share for more than four. I mean, there, there's not enough time in the day. Correct. So, so this brings up a good point, um, and this. So I'll segue into this that Disney pulled a bunch of 
uh, content from Disney Plus, and people were like, what is going on? Um, As in removed it from the service? Yeah, so you're thinking like, it, it was... It was deemed a cost-cutting measure, and people oh. were like, "Well, how is that saving costs?" Because of things. licensing. Yeah. Well, I mean. there's residuals for the people that were in the uh, in the things that people were streaming. Right. And then, secondly, what they could do, and this is where these services are all messed up, is they can now license the stuff out to other services. <laughs> I know. Why wouldn't you want? And, why wouldn't it be? It's just strange that you couldn't do it in a way that you restructure your residuals and licensing structure at the benefit of keeping it in-house. Like, I would think that, like, that would be more advantageous to you as a company than, like, licensing it out. But, me, but I mean, I obviously <laughs> don't know the ins and outs of how these contracts work. Well, I think, sure. I think these things are sitting there. Um with nobody viewing them. So what kind so, of what kind of shows are we talking? Like what kind of things? I, did there they was read? a whole list. I know it was a lot of the original programming that I'll say. Oh, like Disney Plus original stuff. Like this isn't like they're not like removing like let me, let me see older properties. Uh, no, like Willow, Star Girl. Yeah, Willow was one of them. Willow's mm -hmm. gone. Is gone. Yeah. Um, what? There was, and so it's not available anywhere. As of right now. Okay, so. So, I will call it original things that aren't part of a bigger um, franchise. Franchise. They're not getting or, rid of Mandalorian. Yeah, like that's yeah still or, like, or IP. Um, Big Shot was that the John Stamos yeah. uh, show? Yeah. Like so those show. kinds of things. Um, a lot. Of Marvel's Hero Project, The Mighty Ducks, mm -hmm. The Making of Willow, um, Star Girl. Oh, I called uh, one. Be yeah. hilarious if they kept the making of Willow. Timmy Failure, um, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. So those kind of like live-ish. Yeah. Wow, these but were they the didn't ones fit that into I... like a. Um, Interesting. They, I think they, that they, they I, haven't been pulled quite yet. I don't think like the going okay. to so this yeah, it's under fables and folklore. More niche. What's interesting I, is, like, I remember these from D twenty three being like I know. huge announcements. Such a big deal. I yeah. watched the um. The the Gold Bloom series. I, I watched a few. Really enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Harmonious Live is being pulled. <laughs> oh, sad. Yeah. Get your fill. <laughs> so, um, just in, it'll be interesting to see who wants some of this content and where it ends up. Like, does Netflix go and get it? I don't know. Mm. I, mm. Yeah, and like, mm -hmm. and it's funny. Like, if if net if if Disney Plus is pulling this stuff because it's not positively affecting their bottom line, then, like, how do you market that as, like, a, hey, we're losing money on this. Do you want it? Like, <laughs> how do you how do you turn around and sell something like that? That's, that's like, a very interesting... Uh, and I don't think they... I mean, they would have to say, like, we think this would be something that would bring your subscribership up. <laughs> Maybe. I mean... Like, weird... <laughs> Weird. Well, yeah, I, I guess. I guess another. I'm trying to think who would. I mean, other that does an Apple does an Apple take it and say, oh, now we have this whole bucket of Disney original programming. Yeah, you, know, you can market a, it as we're the only ones to have. I'm trying to this. think who. The, I don't know if Netflix. Netflix is trying to save money, so. Yeah. Uh, that's a weird. peacock. I don't know. The streaming like, space is, is it's wild. It's, yeah, it's it's yeah. a it's a the wild west. It is. I saw a very funny tweet today, and if you have children in the background listening to this, <laughs> please like fast forward thirty seconds. And it, I'm not going to curse, but um, HBO goes to Max. Mm -hmm. Peacock, you're up next. <laughs> I thought that was. Funny. I've already been calling it that. And yeah, that's not a joke. I do call it. Um, yeah. So when is this all like supposed to take place? I I think fairly soon. Mm -hmm. So if there's now that that means like if everything's combining, it's good. There's going to be a price hike. Oh, they're probably going to increase. That's an interesting. They didn't release any details on that. Um, oh, you got to start binging these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm good at that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
that might I got be a watch year, list uh, for this summer. Succession ends tonight. You can, I don't know if you're, uh, no. have you watched any of it? Oh, well, you can, well, it's only like five seasons. You can finish yeah. the whole thing next week. Yeah. It'll be there for you. Um, all right. More, uh, I guess, business news and things of like that. So Disney announced that they're abandoning the plans for its massive Lake Nona regional campus following the actions of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. So this was supposed to be their plan for a billion-dollar campus in Lake Nona. The biggest component of that was moving um, Walt Disney Imagineering from California. They were already in the process, asked a bunch of people to move, or had people quit. Um, And so this is no longer going to be happening. Man, how'd you like to be one of those people who quit over it? Ugh, They're like, I'm not moving sick. to Florida. My whole back, I like, don't... I grew up here. My whole family's here. I'm going to quit and find a new job. And they're like, ah, just kidding. We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> what was the reason? Taxes. Taxes. To move it there? To, to move it. Yeah. Yeah. It was more financially uh, <clears throat> advantageous for Disney to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To have all their people Yeah, there. so it, originally, so what DeMa- Josh DeMauro, when they announced this in July 2021, he said expanding our already significant uh, Disney parks and experiences footprint in Florida makes sense in addition to Florida's business-friendly climate. Edit there. This <laughs> this new regional campus gives us the opportunity to consolidate our teams and be more collaborative and impactful, both from a creative and operational standpoint. But yeah, I mean that it came down to basically that there was probably tax incentives and things of that nature. But I mean, tons of. Imagineers quit over this, and people are like, "Oh, they'll just come." They're not hiring these people back. Yeah. Huge salaries. I mean, they, they were saying the average salary. This was going to have two thousand employees, and they said the average average salary was going to be one twenty. Yeah, that's where I, So yeah, that's where I would put it. I'm in I mean, the wrong career. Yeah, really. <laughs> um. So just more, you know. It is not a good situation uh, between Disney yeah, and Florida. Yeah, that's messy AF. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then another thing of, we called this one, um, <laughs> Walt Disney's Galactic Star Cruiser to permanently <laughs> close. Um, Pop it, the bubble. It's, uh, it's final voyage will be September 28, 2023. So, all the, so after they announced this, they allowed people that were booked beyond that to reschedule um, and then they opened the window. It sold out fairly quickly, the remaining voyages. Yeah, um, it's incredible how, um, you know, when something is no longer uh, available, how quickly demand skyrockets. Yeah. You know what we'll never get, but I absolutely would love, would be a behind-the-scenes of the rise and fall of the Galactic oh, Star man, Cruiser. A tell-all documentary. Tell documentary, like interviews with cast members, interviews with executives. I don't know. I mean, I would love it would that. Be, it would be so far down the road, but they're so tight-lipped with regards you, to You're their, never going to get I don't think you're ever going to get You're going to get disgruntled people that will want to talk. I saw on TikTok this, when was this announced? Two weeks ago. Um, that like the cast members, the performers just got like an email and a bunch of them were at Hoopty Doo when they got it. Cause it, they were all just sitting on their phones and like a few of them were like kind of like crying or like really upset. And it's like when you paid for dinner ahead of time and then you get really bad news. Oh, and I was like, I didn't get oh. it. And then I was reading oh. the comments and come to find out these are all equity performers that got fired like via text or email oh. while they were at Hoopty Doo. Don't show up to space tomorrow. <laughs> so so now that this is closing, like what are they going to do? Oh, great question. Do, do with the, do with with the space? space. I, for lack of a better word. I think it's going <coughs> to go the way of River Country and... Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think you will not see any... I either gets both bulldozed or just mothballed. Can they add a pool and some real windows? It's only 100 rooms. Oh, man. Yeah. That's that's the problem, is that the, the actual value of... And there's no space it, there. Mm. There's the, well, it's going to be like... Like Hollywood Studios backstage space, they're gonna like store like, man, they could open this up and we could get the freaking B. Arthur dinner theater that we wanted. That would be perfect. 
I was say, how how many floors? I think it's only one. two or th- no, it's two. I mean, it's, oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Haven't you seen it? Yeah, I know. I but... think it's two, and it looks like a jail. It's those little <laughs> tiny <laughs> rectangular they, windows that this, don't actually show the outside. Somebody made that joke of uh, DeSantis could buy it and actually put the the prison mm-hmm. there. <laughs> um, th- so a couple things came out. They were actively working on changes. Imagineering was working on change. So they said one of the things was they were going to do day tours, whatever. Oh, so let you in for drinks and food if you want to buy Basically, that. yeah, whatever that means. I guess you pay an admission price and could take, which. <laughs> um, and then they were working on a rewrite of the story and put it in the Mandalorian window. Whatever that means. Hmm. And the Mandalorian would kind of be the... It's a different time frame. The... Yeah. The storyline. Yeah. Oh, so Scott, does that break your immersion? No, no. I just... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't line up with Batu, but whatever. But then, I guess Iger was just basically... It. So they're writing off $300 million in depreciation. And I guess after it closes. So he said Q... I guess he said Q3 and 4, but I don't know. That doesn't add up as far as their fiscal year. I'm so just trying to think. $300 million loss on this. They said it costs probably a billion. Yeah, big mm. players make big that, plays. Um, but, I mean, some of the things, like, this, remember, I'm thinking back to the um, the D23 panel on this. Mm-hmm. Remember the, the Imagineer, less than impressive we thought. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Man, you know who I feel the worst for is the person or like small team who was like, who are the initial like champions of this, of being like, I got this blue sky idea. And they were just like, just <laughs> spun this yarn until it actually got created. And then they always have to be that person and be like, remember when you really pushed for us to make the, st- <laughs> the star Wars hotel and it bombed. It, it, to me, it was really the dollar amount. For Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. That's where this died. Yeah. Get rid of the actors, make it a boutique hotel where you don't have to pay these equity actors to like come up with a storyline. I would have stayed there for a night mm-hmm. if it was just a nice little hotel. But when you put a four thousand dollar price tag on two nights, when you could actually like go to Europe or go on a real cruise or do all these other things, I mean, I think that's what killed it is the comparison of everything sure. you could do with that money instead, and it's no. On that same line, think about what. Um, they could have done if they were investing that money um, they were investing a billion dollars back into the parks and like you know this is obviously just one of the things on the whiteboard of like we've got this bucket set aside for park enhancements think about all the things they could have done well, with that money that right. could have that that could still be here and actually have legs you know through fall 2023 skyliner expansion i mean we had this discussion when was mm-hmm. this like four episodes oh, yeah, ago yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. where we talked about what would you do with 17 rob said million but it was billion yeah they they just whatever i scott and i think i we had this conversation earlier this week of mm-hmm. the Venn diagram of the amount of people that this one could one afford time, it. One time visitors. This wanted, is not this is not a repeat. Wanted to role play cosplay. Yeah. Right. I mean oh, it, like, and, have it, and have a more than an a a higher than average like knowledge and and you know interest in the Star Wars universe. Well, it, and the thing I said to Rob earlier this week is I think Disney underestimated how much people differentiate like classic Star Wars yeah, and too. new mm-hmm. Star Wars and like you know you may have fans of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, you know the old the 70s and 80s. Yeah, right. That don't care at all about the First Order and Rey and Kylo Ren. And they're the ones with the And they're money. the ones with the money, you know. So yeah. Even a small change like having this had been Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, you might have gotten a little bit more interest from those 
classic fans who have the money now, but maybe I don't know. It's hard to even say. Did we put? Did we original? Did we put a time frame on? How long? Yeah. I, I don't I know. Would, we'll have to go back to the I opening. I feel like it was like less than two years. I would love to. I feel like we did. I'm, I'm sure we did at, when we did discuss it. Um, yeah, but well, it, it eagle, launched on... Eagle-eared listeners, go back and, and find <laughs> how think, long we said I this I think that last. would be easy to find because I think that, that episode after it opened, we absolutely destroyed it because i know at least a few of us around this table watched like a three-hour youtube oh, video yeah. of the opening cruise great times well, let's crowdsource Holy. this so we don't have to do it <laughs> you guys you guys find it um are we done with that is that sure oh we're yeah. done with oh, that we <laughs> like disney are done with the no, no i mean is is you know it doesn't we we proved to be right but it, it's sad for these people, the the cast members. It, it, well, we should say, that. yeah, it doesn't it's, always yeah, feel yeah. good to to be to, right. to, to say I told you so. I mean, right. like it's like they're they're real. Well, the impacts other, here. The other thing is that kind of like what Matt was mentioning about to be that guy that had this idea of this like really weird blue sky thing. Like, I don't want people to be discouraged to do those kind of things. That's true. Because, like, I'm into that weird out-of-the-box kind of thinking, but you can't put a $5,000 price tag right. on it for yes. me to be on right. board with Because it, it, do they have something sitting on the shelf that says, oh, we're going to do a Haunted Mansion-themed hotel, but now... But now, this is, that's yeah, gonna get we're mixing that because... Yeah. It's, it's a totally different... That's, yeah. a, that's a great point. You fear that, like, for every, like you know, boundary-pushing innovation that fails. We're getting the Frozen 3. Well, yeah, it's like, it's just <laughs> yeah, like, one more nail in the coffin of being able to do, like, innovative things like that, and and it's pushing us towards, like you said, like, uh, you know, the lowest common denominator, existing IP, like, you know... We know kids watch this on Disney+. Plus. Whatever, soulless kind of, you know. But the... The problem with that is that they aren't even necessarily doing that with the really popular things. Encanto was one of the most popular movies in the past couple of years, and there is nothing in the parks. Or Coco. Like maybe, like, yeah, come Coco, on, there's let's, limited let's get Coco. some Coco in there. They just keep beating the old favorites. I mean, Star Wars, Frozen, mm-hmm. well, yeah. or, or Marvel. Yeah, and, and there's been talk about a Zootopia area of... Animal Kingdom. I mean, Zootopia was fine, but I don't think it was, like, that Ooh, big of a smash, Bob Iger loves Zootopia. Is that what we're, like, like, he ha- he has to. He has to just love Zootopia. Because there's no reason why it's so much in the conversation. I, I think um, animals are much more, um, what's... Popular? Yeah, yeah like, out of outside of America. Like Asians, I think it's yeah right. Like the whole uh, Duffy Bear. Yeah, I think they yeah. have like a much more um, like reaction to yeah. To, uh, Instead of like these American characters, yeah. That we hmm. Hmm. so I'm thinking from. Well, they already have a Zootopia thing overseas somewhere. Oh yeah, there's a an area of Hong Kong. Is yeah, it Hong Kong or Shanghai. You know. Maybe I there's don't know. Like it's Shanghai. Maybe yeah, there's some. So, I mean, not just like distilling it to the Asian markets, but maybe there's some like sociological, like you know, if if a character doesn't look like you or fit your archetype, maybe you're less likely to. If they're a human character, you're less likely to kind of identify. But like with that that character, but if it's like a you know anthrop from what is it anthrop- anthropomorphic anthropomorphic like squirrel or like a you know. A dog, like, of course, we're not squirrels and dogs, so it's easier to kind of, like, connect with those universally. Yeah, like, did you know Mickey's black? No, I don't see color. <laughs> I, mean, I also don't he's see... objectively black. Yeah, right. That's great. Well... <laughs> speechless. Just rendered speechless. Yeah. Rob? We, we did it. We got through it all. <laughs> we did? Are we past our, our mark? Yeah, I believe we're almost yeah. at the hour mark. We have a fun topic for you, but we're actually going to save it for our next podcast because we knew we'd have a lot of news today. 
Any, any, <laughs> any last calls? Any I do. Oh, Scott, just, Scott just killed the conversation. Scott just um, killed me. So they debuted uh, the new Pixar film, Elemental, uh-huh. at Con. It got a five-minute standing ovation. Oh. Uh, directed by friend of the pod, Peter Son. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're saying it's really good. I'm really excited for this. I don't know when it comes out. It's got to be soon because they have soon. ears. I mean, they have like the elemental ears. They're really, yeah. really pushing it. Have they seen uh, Little Mermaid? No, is that out? Yes. Yeah, it's Yesterday, out. I think, or the day before. It's doing maybe very out. well, too. Yeah. Uh, Rotten so, Tomatoes had it at the audience score at 95. It's wow. in theater. It's only it's in theater. theater. It's, it's only in theater. theaters. Yeah, I'm waiting until it comes on. Uh, I'm L- not going to the movie house to see it. The movie, the movie house. Theater. Elemental comes out June 16th. Okay. Uh, I would like is, that, to is that theaters as yeah. well? I assume theatrically so. released, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. It looks like Inside Out. I don't want to like, you know, it, it, it looks thematically and like visually it looks a lot like Inside yeah, Out. Inside which is not a bad out. thing at all. I, I loved Inside Out. They said much more emotional. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't want to feel things. I don't know. I love like these Pixar movies because I really, in my classroom in first grade, like we teach social and emotional learning mm-hmm. and it's a really great thing for them to watch. Like they can relate. It's easy for my first graders. So I'm actually really excited for Elemental because well, I'm happy for you lots and them. Of I, plans. Less <laughs> happy for me. I hate emotional movies. Wow. That's, that's a, that's a <laughs> wide, you're just casting out anything that makes you feel emotions correct i did watch um the new ant-man and wasp quantumania i have not seen i heard that was not are you a quantum maniac did you like it i like paul rudd but i heard it wasn't the Um, best certain parts (laughs) i heard it was really serious yeah it was not as lighthearted as the prior ant-men no (laughs) no i mean it it was good but i say did it Wow me? Were you not, not so wowed by a Quantumania? Really I really wasn't that wild with it, but I feel like the it was good. people are losing interest in Marvel. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Big <laughs> can of worms. That's um, another uh, Now I did also a... watch Wakanda Forever. Was that and good? oh my gosh, I ugly cried at the oh, end. Oh okay. Wow. Ugly cried. I wanna see that. That's one I wanna see. Um Matt and I watched Part the beginning, a few episodes of Muppet Mayhem. Mm. Um, really fun. I mean, um, here's here's my note. If if Henson is listening, the Henson uh, branch is listening. I don't need humans. I want the Muppets. Mm, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't need. They feel this need to put these like like hacky humans in these. Pictures. I don't need that. Yeah. I just like the Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Good enough. Make some new Muppets to be like the straight guys if you want to do that. I don't need my people to be the straight people. Like, yeah, but like, I, I want Muppets only. Yeah. And Muppets you, only. And you know what? And the and the um, human actors are fine. You know, from like a like the cameos are fun. Like you know, throw it in there some somehow. But like the problem is, and I feel the same way that the. The principal focus is the human actors, the um, the lead, um, the lead character, and I don't even remember her name. Uh, it was been a week since we watched it. Like, she's fine. Like as an actress, it's the problem is it's such like a cookie cutter like uh, character that like does nothing to like bring anything to the table other than be like she's a music executive and she's like she's quirky and it's like it's just like there's not a lot to chew on there so give me more muppets i'll I'll disagree with you there i think she's a terrible actress actually i i really did not enjoy any of the human element well perhaps she's not i mean like sometimes you're not given a lot not a lot of meat on the bone right like so like there's only so much you can do right yeah. I, I did put the first episode on, but I just had a really hard time uh-uh. getting into it. I mean, I, it gets better, right? Uh, I don't <laughs> know. It, I, I mean, I don't I know. If you, didn't, if you didn't like the first episode, it might not be for you. Okay. I mean, it's... I. <laughs> you benefit a lot more from, like, um, 
knowing like a like having a little yeah. kind of knowledge about like you know those rock like, music or... yeah and like the mockumentary style like it like having seen this is spinal tap maybe helps and yeah. like just like knowing a bit about pop culture and being a fan of the muppets like i'm like i'm right in that venn diagram and i would say Catherine as well mm-hmm. and even i'm looking at it kind of critically i've been like could use more muppets could use more muppets. is this new yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just just came it's out lot this week. He's or more two weeks ago. Cool. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. I I was expecting the part with the electric mayhem is amazing. Do you have a bug on you? It was an ant. Mm-hmm. I well, I'm definitely gonna give it another try. I think when I was starting to watch it, I was doing like. I, You're doing, double triple screening. I was multitasking, doing schoolwork <laughs> and watching TV. Like I think I just need to like. Just focus. Just focus on. I was unfocused. Unfocused. (laughs) All right. Any other last call items? Mm -hmm. Happy Memorial Day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this. What do you have to say? What do you have to say? I don't know. You're going to soliloquize here? I guess I, I started to be like, this is about, and you know, you yeah, guys no, know, you yeah, guys know yeah, what Memorial good. Day is about. We're America. golden wings. All right, well, mm. cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.